Suds up. What's up, everyone, to an episode of Active Recall. I am your co-host, Walter Francis. And this is episode 19. First and foremost, guys, thank you so much. We just want to say thank you to everyone that is listening to us, supporting us, tuning in while you're at work or while you're driving, just checking us out. Honestly, we really appreciate you guys just taking this time, putting us in your lives. For the newcomers, though, welcome. Welcome to the show. This is a podcast where Seth, Jason, and I actively recall books that help us grow and succeed in life, whether it's in work, business, exercise, or health. We also actively recall <laughs> our own stories from our past when, when we were growing up and just talk about all of that good stuff. If you haven't already, please subscribe to us on iTunes or any other podcast directories. You can even find us on our website at activerecall.co or on Twitter at Active Recall. Or if you just want to send us any questions or just want to say what's up, you can even send us an email at activerecallpodcast at gmail.com. But enough of that. Sess, how have you been, dude? Pretty good. Um, dialing in from the West Coast. I flew out last night. It's pretty, it's wow. pretty early for <laughs> I can't complain because you have to do this at this time every time. So <laughs> it's okay, yeah. dude. It's like what? kind of a yesterday. I was in a cab for two hours because of traffic, and oh. it's just a long time in a cab, and then six hour flight. Enough of that, though. I'm happy, <laughs> happy to be here. Can't complain. Yeah. Before How are you? Dude, I've been swell, man. I just been busy. Uh, this week's been been a roller coaster of emotions. Like first, um, my car broke down. The struts, the axle, <laughs> my old 2002 Honda Civic LX is like actually broken down, and I have to get that. At the same time, I'm trying to find a used car, a Subaru WRX. You know, I'm just having trying to trying to get all that mustered together so it's like the whole financial thing is pretty stressful but at the same time finding a new car is pretty exciting so i've been doing that i actually um uh, i think i've been staying up late on every like car website <laughs> to find a subaru that i wanted but um yeah i've been doing that uh actually this week i have a uh, an event to go to it's a food culture festival <clears throat> food cultural festival and i'm going to be doing a recording on that and then on the weekend that sunday i'm going to the venue for a wedding to, to check it out just to get my ideas kind of flowing before i get set up it's like a prep it's like doing that storyboard before before the actual recording so this is going to be pretty cool exciting but um yeah dude i'm glad i'm glad you're you're in seattle this is insane. <laughs> this is so yeah. I hope your your brother and your his wifey is doing well. Uh, are you at their house right now? Yeah, um, I'm in like their office room. Um, yeah, awesome. just hanging out at the house. You know, it's funny. I could see in the back of there's like this yellow book, and I know exactly what book that is. That's the uh, Bodybuilding Bible <laughs> by. <laughs> 
by English. Yeah, dude, I love that book. But oh, speaking about books, nice. dude, sus. <laughs> nice transition. Yeah, thanks, dude. What are we talking about today, dude? I uh, just want to point out. I think it would have been cool if you said you're doing swell, and then instead of saying a roller coaster of emotion, you said you could have gone with <laughs> wave of emotion. A wave of emotion. That's ooh, that's next level, man. That would have been sick. So t- <laughs> today we're going back to a book that we talked about before, "Barking Up the Wrong Tree" by Eric Barker. It is about, it goes through like success in different aspects of life and kind of the things that you read in books and uh, compares like widely held beliefs and then um, kind of like opposite views. So one example is nice guys finish last. Is that true or not? And then... The other one was like, what we talked about in a previous episode was like unfiltered leaders versus filtered leaders. Just filtered. We'll explain about filtered and unfiltered. Um, dude, the one about students, like how uh, valedictorians are successful right. or are they? I love that. That's actually very intriguing. That made me actually pretty happy <laughs> because I wasn't a valedictorian. Uh, this is all kinds of stuff. Um, making uh, games making us focused with actual making stuff games. I thought that was actually intriguing right. as well. Um, geez, there's pirates, there's Spider-Man, Batman. It's, it's, it, this book is so crazy, but it's understandable. So the reason why we came, brought this back is because we thought we didn't, it's like doing our last episode from Primal Brand. Right. <laughs> Primal Brand. We didn't, we didn't, just the, I have a good justification of the book. So now we are bringing it back. And the good thing is I I had a plug. This is a plug-in for Audible, but I used Audible to listen to the book and got a, got the gist of it. I read the I Not, not the I gist. I listened to the whole. You, you got the whole thing this time. Yeah, the whole thing um, in Audible. I used it while I was at work, while I was at home. Dude, I even did it while I was kind of jogging. <laughs> it was, oh, yeah. At first, I... Yeah, actually, I, my mind was like, I don't know if that was, is true or not, but you know how you listen to music, uh, you kind of just get into the zone. Right. But then I was listening to Audible, I was actually getting into the zone. I wasn't even paying attention to actual like running. I was listening to the book. I don't know if I was like more so or I don't know. Right. But um, it, yeah, it becomes a question of anytime I'm trying to write book notes or anything about books, yeah. I always wonder if I should point out that I listened to it instead of saying like I read it because it is like a different thing, but oh. I don't know well. <laughs> I, 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 because I think of the stuff that I've read last year yeah, and the stuff that sticks with me the most in a lot of cases is from audiobooks that I listened to. Oh, okay. I showed Wally my audible emails for purchases <laughs> And yeah. my ongoing addiction with pur- purchasing books and not reading them. So, <laughs> I yeah, I use I use Audible a lot. For sure, man. No worries. Um, plug in Audible. If you guys want to listen to books or check it out, dude, audible.com. Or you can download the app and listen to, to your book. You're welcome, Audible. <laughs> so, let's break this down, dude. I'm so excited for this. So, what do we have? What do you got for me or for us today? 
Oh, uh, the topics that we're going to talk about today. Yep. One of them is making work and things that you work on more like a game and what you can get out of that. Okay. Another one is the thing about pirates, which was it, it it's talking about, um, Actually, let's not talk about that. We could talk about like. Uh... Okay, let me get my book. Hold yeah, on. yeah, me, yeah. Because I, I, I got, I got some chapters. Okay. I, think, <laughs> I think we didn't fill out this outline again. Oh no, oh, it's, uh, it's okay. And we can um, talk about we can talk about Genghis Khan. Yes, and then uh, Spider Man. The uh, that's where like work becomes similar to the alien symbiote suit. Okay. You know what? I, I loved that yeah. so much that I, I'd like to talk about that first. Wally, you should drive. You should. Okay, yeah, you, got yeah. you got it. You got it. Jeez. You, you, right. read this, right. you read this more recently. Yeah. All right. No worries. So here's the thing. Let's get to talk about a little bit of uh, Spider-Man because he's one of my favorite characters from back in the day. And actually the fact that um, I grew up with Spider-Man watching it on, jeez, Nick- I, I don't know if it's Nickelodeon no. or whatever. No, it's. Jeez, was it Fox? Uh, it's like Probably, Q13 yeah. from... Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um... Shout out to Q13 and the... Q13? The Fox Q13? One hour, five, to, five o'clock to six o'clock Simpsons block. <laughs> Dude, I love that block. Okay, so this is a story um, that was from the book. So, uh, in relation to uh, work-life balance. So, Spider-Man, if, as you all know, he is Peter Parker. Peter Parker has... Two kinds of two kinds of lives. Peter Parker himself and his work life, which is being Spider-Man, helping people out, saving people's lives, beating beating bad guys up, the whole the whole superhero aspect. He's got the he's like the smart guy doing what he loves doing. But after a while, he's he's actually working, right? Um he kept he falls upon the suit. There's something crash lands and falls onto the ground and it sticks to him and it's the suit it's black suit right uh, he it in a, uh, it basically covers him all up and then he wakes up he sees himself on a side of a, a skyline or a sky building or a tower, <laughs> he's on a tower. <laughs> skyscraper jeez <laughs> he's on a skyscraper and <laughs> and he's actually uh, he's like, wow, this suit's so cool. This is the best thing. So, um, he's loving the suit. He's checking it out. And after a while, he is working, constantly working. And he comes back home completely exhausted from days of work. And he just takes off the suit and falls asleep onto, on his bed, just completely exhausted. But the suit comes alive slowly creeps up on him and again completely covers him and is still asleep so the suit brings him out to actually work completely making him go to work and he wakes up and he's still exhausted and that's the thing that's the problem is that he's always exhausted because his work keeps making him work so he goes to the professor from Fantastic Four, the stretchy guy. What's his name? Mr. Fantastic, I guess. Uh, and he's like, hey, what's going on with 
with this? Can you show me? And he, they, the professor's like, this is not, this is not good. This is a symbiote. It's a thing that's trying to bond with your body forever. It's a, it's a parasite. And basically, if, if it's trying to become you, it's trying to make your life, it's trying to make its life yours, your life. And that's kind of like the suit. It's like what we do. Uh, this is coming back to us in relationship with our work. Our work life balance should not be together that much. Like our work shouldn't be on our phones all the time. Get checking emails, doing like our vacation, watching a baseball game is to watch a baseball game, not to be on our emails, checking it at that game. But we do. That's the problem. So this book talks about how we should separate our work life balance and how we should actually balance our our work and our life we can't so there's that thing of hard work versus um our our free time right is that is that hard work and is it like geez. success and happiness yeah so it's our happiness versus our success and then it breaks down to how much hard work we put in to get our success right so happiness doesn't always mean hard work. We can't always have complete hard work because, you know, we're going to get exhausted. We're going to get more depressed. I mean, they even talked about how Japan, how those guys work about 11 hours a day just to make like, you know, good money. Of course, that's to us, that's insane. But, you know, there's guys, there's entrepreneurs, there's people that are doing 16, 16 hour days just to get their money's worth to build up their reputation and work at the same time, plus building everything up. This is why I love this book because this is what I'm trying to do. I'm I'm a, trying to build up my own business at the same time, trying to like you know food on the table, bread. Trying to I guess it's that that saying the breadwinner. I don't know. It's not like it's not like I'm trying to be oh, oh I got so much money here. I'm trying to I'm trying to have a successful life, and with that I'm trying to have a good job. A job that I can't hate, <laughs> but that's another problem. That's also the expl- explanation in the book. Also, building my business in my life, and then, um, and I'll, they also talk about how relationships are a key factor to your success. So, this book is about success. <laughs> Work-life balance is success, and how we could manage that. All right, Seth. So, with you. Right. We have um, how success and happiness. What? How can I say this? How can I put this to your to you um, applying this to your life? So, when it comes to success, what do you do first besides being aware of your success? So, let's say you have your work, your hard work, and then stuff that is like your hobbies, your you know stuff that you need on your free time? What do you do first? Yeah, I think awareness is pretty important. So just um, however you define success, kind of, it, it matters a lot as far as uh, how it aligns with happiness and things like that. So I guess something I'm learning is that <laughs> continuing to learn and we kind of... we. I don't know about everyone, but you 
get told when you're growing up, like, oh, you re- you work hard and then you get to this moment and then that's happiness. And in a lot of ways, I think the way that it's reflected is or like put out is the dream of retirement and right. work to retirement and then you'll be happy. And then people get to retirement and it's like, oh, I, now I don't know what to do with all this free time. So something that the book talks about is four metrics that matter in life. So one of them is happiness. Number two is achievement. Then there's significance and legacy. So um, the shorter versions of what these mean. Happiness is uh, the time that you spend. Enjoying achievement aligns to winning. Significance aligns to counting to other people. Legacy aligns to extending. So... In a lot of ways, we can kind of like focus too much on achievement and winning, and then you don't really uh, kind of like shore up the other things. So yeah, the good thing about the book is it goes through examples of a lot of, diff- of different people, and then you realize, uh, and then it points out that it's that idea that like not and nobody's perfect. So people that are greatly successful in one area of these oftentimes are not successful at all or like less successful in um, things like significance. So a lot of people that have, you know, like the outliers in achievement sometimes have terrible relationships with their families and things like that. And it's an ongoing theme with like this podcast when we started it that I want one of the main reasons I wanted to do it was so that we could keep in touch and have like a weekly thing. And I think that's been great. Like that has panned out. And sometimes I do forget that where like, okay, okay. Where we're like, Oh, <laughs> we need to market it and do these things and feel, <laughs> and we feel bad that, you know? Yeah. And they're, they're, it's true though. Like we should do those things and improve the podcast, but as long as it's fun and that it does accomplish the thing of keeping in touch, then we're successful in a, yeah, like exactly in exactly. some ways, like on paper, very unsuccessful podcast, <laughs> but you know, like it, a lot of people would only measure it by like, downloads and things like that. Um, yeah, that's pretty archaic though. Yeah. And even like, maybe this episode's not any better than like, maybe we haven't improved that much from the first, first few, but I think we have, I think we have, I think we have. And I think we have the even. I think it's successful to that we've shown up every week and done it and built that consistency. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that can be a thing where if if you this goes back to defining what success is, if we defined it just strictly by um, downloads and number of sponsors and things like that, then complete failure. But in no way do I think this is this has been a failure. So no, not at all. There's um, that thing. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, uh, going back to what you were saying about how uh, defining what your success is, this is the reason why it says barking up the wrong tree. How how most of the stuff that we think is successful is wrong, right? So um, like the guys that are trying to get degrees, like let's say you drop out of school, that's that's totally fine. You know, that's that's one thing that I appreciated about this book is that. That people that drop out are still 
considered successful. Um, it's it's trying to prove who you are. Which are what, what are the four again? It's your happiness, happiness, achievement, significance, and legacy. Legacy. So, um, I believe with happiness, like as long as I'm happy doing what I'm doing, like doing this podcast, it makes me happy. Just like setting this up. Like there's, it's funny because we get up, I get up like at five ish just to get ready for this podcast. And usually there's this, this is in between time where I get ready. And that's just the fun part. It's waking me up just to get ready for this podcast. I love that. Um, the, the thing is it's, um, talking to Seth again, getting, breaking it up, trying to figure out what we're doing. And instead of just sending text, it's like actual face to face FaceTime and, an actual talking time with Seth. And I don't really do that with a lot of people, which is making me making this relationship good. Uh, this book does talk about some of the extremes of outliers that are successful in their biz- with their work. Like Albert Einstein, he made this condition. <laughs> <thing. laughs> and it cracked me up. I was laughing listening to this. And like, for example, his wife, he was so like into his work that he does not care about his wife. And he had conditions because his relationship was already getting deteriorated. So it was like the conditions were, A, you will make sure, one, that my clothes and laundry are kept in good order, two, that I receive my three meals regularly in my room, and three, that my bedroom and study are kept neat, especially that my desk is left for my use only. <laughs> so if just hearing that first part, he, has, he, had, he didn't want anything to do with his wife. He wants his food, his clothes, everything done in working order, like a machine, right? That's just so sad. Um, the other thing that I loved about this book was that it talked about the legacy. Now, a lot of people want to have a legacy, like, but then when you think of legacy, they want to be popular, millionaires, they want to have like, I don't know, like actors or actress, actresses that want to do stuff to be famous, but that's not necessarily a legacy. The legacy is something that makes you, you. And what makes this book intriguing is the fact that you could make your own legacy as long as you make it the way you want to make it. So it doesn't mean that you have to be um, sad or depressed or anything. Like you do things that make you happy. Like it could be from singing, playing guitar, um, or making the sickest program or uh, make like being the best YouTuber in the world or it it could be anything. And the thing that makes me want to be like happy, like one of the things is when I have great grandkids or grandkids or whatever, and I'll tell them, did you know me and Seth had a podcast together back in the day? That's that's something that I would be happy to tell my grandkids, and they'll be like, you know, they'll they'll listen and they'll be on their you know, virtual reality stuff or something out of their minds. But the fact that I could say s- stories, and that's where a legacy comes in, is that you could have your own story, and this is the book that kind of makes stories successful. And that's right. Sorry, Seth, I was going. No, 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 that's that's good. Tangent, so, so um. Let's yeah. go to one of the topics. Let's well, hold on, hold on. I still oh. keep, because um, you mentioned like telling your grandkids that we we made this thing, and uh, a friend of ours asked me like earlier this week, just like why 
like why why do i why do i keep doing it you know i keep working on this and i said something that i've always pictured is when we hit the one year mark and if we could look back and see say like we miss a few weeks like 50 episodes even if it's like 45 episodes yeah and we have 40 hours of conversation mm-hmm. it's and then i thought of like what would i pay right now to have 40 hours of like recorded conversation from 10 years ago or even like five years ago. It, it captures like our thinking and it captures ourselves and hopefully in some way. So legacy in the book, uh, when it listed out the longer, um, definition is establishing your values or accomplishments in ways that help others find future success. So not, not, you know, not that our, grandkids are going to be listening to this and you know (laughs) it's like their origin story of how they got inspired but even um if in some way like people could listen to this if if we've managed to help someone like listen to a book or even think oh maybe like i can uh, plan my day differently then i I think that's helpful and and also yeah yeah, einstein letters hilarious kills me yeah yeah it's it's um, terrible (laughs) so there's this thing that that like that you're saying about the four the big four contributing right so you put your hours all into happiness achievements significance and legacy right and there's like this section of this book that's saying like you know they break it down so happiness is equal enjoying so enjoying your time doing what you're doing that you like achievement is is winning right so you don't know what winning actually is until you you are being successful. That's where it kind of gets, right. he dives in, right? So yeah. significance is equal to counting to others and legacy is equal to extending. So there, all that stuff equates to one word. And it's, this is the thing I, I kind of like highlighted. It's alignment. This is the most thing to remember when it comes to success is alignment. Right. And this section says, <clears throat> success is not the result of any single quality. It's about alignment between who you are and where you choose to be. The right skill in the right role. It's that whole, you know, the whole pond, like p- picking your own pond. This is the whole frog uh, right. dilemma we had. Uh, a good person surrounded by other good people. A story that connects you with the world in a way that keeps you going. A network that helps you and a job that leverages your natural introversion or extroversion. A level of confidence that keeps you going while learning and forgiving yourself for inevitable failure a balance between the big four that creates a well-rounded a well-rounded life with no regrets so that's that's i loved that that whole paragraph right there um that's just because it it kind of makes you think of where you are right now and where you want to be and that's that's awareness that's another thing that's awareness yeah like knowing yourself that that was my takeaway from this is and a lot of books recently is know yourself and align your environment or align different things so that you can uh, find the best path for you based on who you are. And you mentioned that example, like be the best or like the, the top like YouTube star, right? Right. So that is a problem with focusing so much on achievement and winning these days is that with the internet, you can actually see the number one like the top 10 people and when you mentioned like the different pawns that you can pick right and 
this is a Marvel Marvel vs. Capcom example again. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we used to play a lot of like Marvel vs. Capcom two uh, growing up, and something wrong. Yeah, it just stopped recording. So after about thirty minutes, minutes or something, yeah, it yeah, stopped yeah. recording. Wow, I didn't know that. So go on. Okay. Um, so I thought I was good at the game. Then <laughs> you are. Dude. Yeah. Stop it. Well, so no, no, no. I thought I was like really good. Okay. Then um, I played this guy at Cascade Mall. And <laughs> Nickel City? <laughs> yeah, he. I remember watching him, and he was playing as like Thanos or something. I'm like, oh, that was a weird character. So I played against him, and he kind of like laughed when I like put my quarter in, and <laughs> rightly so, because he destroyed me. And oh, that's, that, that was the first time I saw like kind of like high lo- higher level... Um, play like you couldn't just watch it on youtube at the time you had to download matches overnight and there weren't a lot available so like that was my first time seeing like these different techniques in like sentinel and then i i started like looking up how to play with sentinel and then i was able to be like you know our our group of friends and i thought i was like pretty good then i went to like uh college i played at the uw arcade destroyed like an, <laughs> Not even close. So, um, yeah, I was terrible. I got destroyed. Yeah, so it was like, there's other ponds. There's bigger ponds. And it's not just, the book doesn't talk about just, like, bigger ponds and realizing, like, how big a fish you are. It's also just different types of ponds and, like. Right. Yeah, making sure you're not in one. It's hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) Just saying, the pond that you were in with us, with me, Sess, and Kurt, I think Russ, you were killing us. <laughs> you switched pods and you were destroyed. I totally understand. Um, the thing is, uh, like the big takeaway. Um, oh, geez, I, I wrote this. So here, yeah. it's it's how do you find that right? How do you find your alignment? And that's it's where it comes down to uh, that little saying from Oracle from the Delphi uh, back in the day. <laughs> so it's know thyself, and then the intensifiers. Are you a giver, a taker, uh, a matcher? Are you introverted or extroverted? Confident or, oh, I mean, underconfident or overconfident? The big four naturally are gifted to you. And it just keeps going to, it's just expanding your horizon. Right. Is something that, that says, uh, it's, it's picking your palm. That's yeah. exactly it. So if I- you, What's up? Go ahead. Sorry, I, I realized like I um went on the tangent and I didn't I, like just start talking about Marvel's Capcom. But uh, yeah, to like shorten that point, um, now you can see like the top one percent of like people, and if your goal because of the internet, yeah. So if my goal was to be like the top person, then I would always be a failure. <laughs> and, like oh man, yeah, where I was like pretty happy being the best within our friend group, so. You know, it it becomes that thing of something in here also is like good enough is good enough. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah yeah yeah. So what Dude. what were the I, intensifiers? How does that work? I'm trying to remember. That's that was the one of the things I was trying to. I thought you were going to talk about because I was like, oh, here we go. Um, but intensifiers. Let's look this up really quick. Let's uh, mark this. Mark the timer. To do. All right, we take attendance and now five minutes of SSR. Silent, sustained <laughs> reading. Welcome to the SSR podcast. 
Dang it. Intensifiers. Where is that? I can't find it on the, the actual. Uh-oh. So here's the thing. I'll, I'll give you an example with, with me. I love giving. All right. So um, let's say you, me, Jason, and you know, Kurt, Russ, let's say we all go to the restaurant, right? Yeah. Um, Bill comes and it's only like, what? I don't know. 30 bucks. We just went to McDonald's or Jack in the Box <laughs> back when we were, we were kids, when we were working at the commissary. And, you know, we just got paid our, our commission, I guess. That's what it is. Our rate from commissary. And I decide, hey, you know what? I'll, I'll buy, I'll, I'll buy our lunch today. That's, that's the whole, it's kind of like giving. Um, right. I'm, I'm paying because I, I give to pay for you guys' lunch. I'm giving you guys your lunch. And, you. I, you know, it makes me feel good. I, I feel good that I am making you guys happy with money because I like spending money for the people I care about, right? So it comes down to who we care about for giving, uh, for taking. Um, I don't like taking because when someone's like, oh, here you go, dude, this, this tool, like let's say I'm at work, this tool's on me. Don't worry about it. I don't like that. I don't feel I, I earned that tool when they're actually just giving me help that's that's another thing and matchers uh give me something about matchers oh yeah Matt. oh sorry uh, yeah 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 giving so a matcher will just kind of mat like if they're with a giver then they'll give back and then take her they'll also it's it's not getting even in the in like the, i'm gonna get it yeah you know i'm gonna pay them back it's just um with givers they'll give and with takers they will let me make sure that's right, though. Yeah, yeah. So, matchers are people who try to have an even balance of give and take, right? So, I don't consider myself um, a matcher because I love to give and I hate to take. So, if someone buys my lunch, I'd be like, oh, well, I got you next time. Uh, and then I'll keep doing that. And then they're like, hey, did, did you get me next time? I'm like, nah, never. <laughs> so, that's that's something I would do. Um, so, one of the things is... Uh, that's one of the intensifiers. So these are, uh, givers are like found at the very top or the very bottom. And then like one of the studies is productive engineers, students with the highest grades or salespeople who brought the most revenue are all givers, right? So that's kind of, uh, a weird sense. Uh, but yeah, I think, oh, sorry. I think it's this thing of nice guys finish last and there you go. The, um, Surprising part of that is nice guys also finish first, so it's kind of like a bell curve. Yeah. Or like a... Statistics, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like a reverse bell curve. A- anyway, just a... Anyway, so you find that if... Early, I think it's like early on in a career, like nice guys can finish last and like get behind because they won't self-promote and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then... At the higher end of like leadership, you find also nice guys, and that that's the phrase. <laughs> Just to like clarify, like of course, like women as well. So yeah, it's just at at the upper end. It's also like nice people. Just people trust them, and that helps in their leadership responsibilities. Yeah, exactly. And this all comes down to the issue of happiness. So it's, it's how, like, if you give and you feel good about it, that's, that's happiness right there. If you feel like you're happy that you're taking stuff, that's, 
that's pretty cold-blooded. <laughs> it's all, <laughs> but, also happiness. <laughs> yeah, it's also happiness, but it's in a, a weird, weird, weirder sense. Um, but, oh, geez, we should do, like, a part two of this because, seriously, there's so much. You know what? Let's do a part two next week. Yeah, yeah I, I think... Okay. Um... <laughs> This is a good break because it's coming down to the wire. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. it's a thing like we wanted to do this book justice because we didn't do a great job the first time. Yeah, and then I can't say we did a great job the second time. No, no, no. I feel like we. Did. <laughs> I think I we did. Like we did a better job. Better job. Okay. Yeah, we we can do. We'll we'll break it down more. But the big takeaway is this: we're just giving you an all overall simplified system of yeah. or this book, but. We are going to break it down further as me and Seth go down. So on part two, we're going to talk about picking the right pond, cooperating, um, you know, being happy, being it's good to be silly, uh, work hard and make sure it's getting noticed. It's long term. It's it, it's again, it's um, grit or quit. And that's another. See, there's so much stuff. And that's why I love this book so much. And then and then the last list, do quitters never win and winners never quit. That's that's the whole sense of of work work life balance so you know what we'll we'll do a part two um in fact we're not gonna like quit we are not quitting on this book because we love this book so much i do love this book yeah i uh this i love this book so again thank you Seth, for bringing this book towards me to give me um some sense it actually makes me like want to re-listen to this again and again and again just because there's so much information yeah but Enough of that. Um, and sign up for his newsletter. Uh, uh, just Google like barking up the wrong tree, and you'll you'll find his blog and right. the newsletter. Be- best newsletter on the internet. Is that right? Um, I, I mean, it, it's one of the ones that I. <laughs> if you're going to take my word for it, no, worries. but um, it, it's it's a good one if if you like these kind of topics. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you could find him at uh, bacadesuyo.com. Um, geez, Bravo Alpha Kilo Alpha Delta. Echo, Sierra, sure. Uniform. <laughs> yeah. Just Google it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, Sess, dude, where can we find you, man? ActiveRecall.cl should have everything. All right, perfect, dude. And you guys can find me at WalterAMedia.com. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Sess, it's good hearing from you, man. We'll we'll bring this back up next week, okay? From the East Coast. From the East or Coast. May- or maybe the West Coast. We'll see. Yeah, yeah no worries. All right, guys. Great. Thank you for this recording. Uh, I hope you guys have a good time, this good week. Uh, maybe I'll be having a brand new car for me. <laughs> I'll let you guys know. So, again, yeah. thank you guys for listening. Seth, if any of our listeners have a spare Subaru WRX. <laughs> Blue, please, uh, with gold ribs. All right, dude, says good to see you, man. Good to see you. And, and cut. cut. <laughs>